Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 201 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) Do you know your name? They call me her. They call me Stacy. That's not my name. Leave it at that. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. And we apologize. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. We don't apologize here. All right. So today we will be discussing the second half of half of chapter one of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the other minister. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to scuttlebutt your way through the details. And before we begin, let's go to Megan for some weekly profit news. I have another Potter news rumor. Oh, so do I. I wonder if it's the same one. It's probably the same one. So since that one is quick, I think... Uh, there is rumor that Fantastic Beast three will be HBO Max exclusive. That is what I heard. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's going to happen that today. Yeah, I said that's that to like Katie, and she's like, "Yeah." And Katie oh, yeah. was like, happen. "That's not going. That's going to happen." Yeah. You think so? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. You're into that. I'm a hundred percent thinking that's going to happen. There's too much. I don't know how I feel about to it. To do a theatrical but... release, in my opinion. Do you not have an HBO Max account? Who is that? Why? Come on over. Come no, on. Me? we do. I have HBO Max. Um, no, I'm just thinking like there's so surprising. much bad press around this movie. What with everything that happened in the beginning, um, changing Grindelwald, um, everything. everything that went on with that guy who's now in jail, rightfully so. Um, it's just it's too much things going on with the author. I think it would bomb. I well, and I think they did yeah, that with the know. Divergent series. Not that there was like a lot of controversy yeah. over, but the movies didn't do as well. No. So like, I think the last one was it. I didn't, um, I didn't even know that it was like was direct like to, to video. Yeah, you know, I read that series, and I don't. I was just not I, hyped up about the movies at all for some reason. Let me tell you, I hated the ending. No. Did not finish that last book. I couldn't tell you how um, it ended. Oh, so <laughs> that's dumb. How invested oh, I was. That's why I stopped reading it because my sister. I asked for my sister to spoil it for mm. me, and I said. 
that's stupid. And I put the book down on it and never picked it up again. Yeah. But if you liked it, I'm not ju- like, because I get upset when people like, not upset, but I, like, it makes me sad when other people don't like books that I've loved. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, know. I don't about yeah. that. And so because that does, in my opinion, kind of tie into this potential news as well. Yeah. So Universal made a statement, basically, just like a little update regarding Epic Universe, their new park that they have restarted construction on. Mm -hmm. They said that they plan to open it in, quote, a few years. And there was no mention of Potter. And they like they listed off the heavy hitters of like things that were coming to the park, including trolls to how to train your dragon, Nintendo no mention of Potter. Um, so I have Do two theories. Do they have theories. other land purchased? Do they have more land oh. that's purchased other than um, Epic Universe? I don't think right now they do. Because I uh, because here's a thought that I have. Um, will will another Potter themed area be too big for the Epic Universe area to be combined in? Because Nintendo, I feel like. That in itself needs to be gigantic and possibly be added on to later. The land you know they have is, is a lot of land. Like the, the land they're building Epic Universe on is huge. Um, Do they have any more purchase that it's public like knowledge other no. than what they're building on now? No. No. Do you ever think about like what they might like have there? Like what if they have like cupcakes that look like mushrooms that you can eat? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, the stuff looks so awesome cool? for Nintendo in Japan. The stuff in like, Japan looks incredible. Japan but... looks epic. <laughs> I mean, don't laugh at me. I only know no, some things about no, Nintendo. I, just, okay? I thought it was cute. It threw me off, to be honest, though. <laughs> there could be a kid ride where you're riding Yoshi. What does a there red and white mushroom do? Come on, you know this. Is that the one that makes him bigger? There you go. And it does different things. What does it do in Mario Kart? <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Gives you a speed boost. Okay, so my two theories with this news are that either... So one is that they're scrapping it completely. And it's just mm-hmm. not going to be a part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But in all honesty, like... Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade are still incredibly successful for them. So I don't oh, yeah. really know if that makes sense. The second option, which I think is more feasible, is that they're scrapping the Fantastic Beasts portion and they're going to come up with something that is more Potter. generalized Potter and not specific to Fantastic Beasts because I think that that will not be as successful. Ministry of Magic would be exactly. a good area. Yeah. yeah. Um... Even doing something like London, uh, just like London. Yeah. You know, well, they technically already built London with Diagon Alley. And like theme parks can be really finicky with that sort of thing. Like, I think that if they wanted to do something within London, they would just expand London. So they're going to have to come up with a brand new thing here. Well, could they let's let's brainstorm (sighs) Forbidden Forest, like a whole forest. But that's got Hagrid. They could. Yeah, but they already have Hagrid's ride. Hagrid's. They do. Uh, they do. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, but mini- you but know, the ministry would be. I mean, I could see doing stuff there. So, like, so that okay. So then, I guess now I have a third option here: is that 
Potter's completely scrapped from Epic Universe and they're just going to plan to expand elsewhere to fit in with their theming because in all honesty, the things that they could do for Potter fit into either Hogsmeade or London, which they've already built. So they need Mm -hmm. to find space Mm -hmm. in those areas to build those instead of add it to a third park. That's also Mm -hmm. a possibility. Is there Um, space back there? Yes, definitely where London is, there is space because there's like a theater over there that is not really used. Um, That there's been rumors for years that that was going to get overtaken by Potter. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that? And let me just say, walking by that looks like Salazar Slytherin. Oh yeah, that's over. um, That is Mythos, which is (laughs) in. I mean, it does. I've always thought that too. I I genuinely, it it took me like, what is she talking about? about I one time was taking a video and my phone had a filter on and it put the filter on the face and I died. (laughs) I didn't know that. No, but okay. So yeah. So my guess is that they'll expand, that they're just going to scrap it from Epic Universe and, and because there's a ton of land in Islands of Adventure that they could use because let's yeah. be honest, that whole area with, yes, Mythos and Poseidon's Fury is just complete garbage in my opinion, which I knew might be a controversial opinion, but I think it's trash. What's and then trash? also I missed that. What's like trash? that whole area with like Mythos, the restaurant, and oh, Poseidon's it's, Fury. It's, it's there's like nothing a there. Yeah. It's, it's a dumb. Area. Um so I'm either they're going to utilize it? I've eaten there once. It's good, but like I just love how above the door they have a sign that says like it says like rated best theme park restaurant in 2008. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, that was a while ago now. Like <laughs> So still one. <laughs> there's that so there's that land and then over in studios they have the the Fear Factor Theater which is trash. And then also the quote new fast and furious ride which is also complete trash that they really should just bulldoze and they could expand london over there like that ride is awful other than the ministry what else would they build the borough okay i mean that could be cool what would they do with that yeah i'm trying to think of like like, like what something you could do because they're going like to want to put shots ride. there, right? Yeah. Like, what could you do? What if you did like a recreation <sighs> well, of the Quidditch Let's talk World about Cup? The shops, though, mm-hmm. all the shops sell the same stuff. They like, do. None of it's like new. No, you know what I mean. There's not like that much difference between like the Quidditch World Cup, for, unless you go Quidditch to uh, like Nocturne Alley and go into Bergen and Berg, Borgen and Burks. Like, yeah, they sell darker things there where you can't get them other places, but all the other shops pretty much. I'll really sell the same like, stuff. I, I know that, but they're going to want to put shops there. It's just like, I don't know how that would look. Like, how could you, f- f- like, mesh that together with up. the burrow, you know? Quidditch World Cup. What are we doing, flying? They could do a ride that's the Quidditch World Cup, like, so Quidditch ride. And it? then there would be shops. They could... How would that look, though? Like, what would you sit on? Cushioning charms. I don't know. They've got so here's the thing that makes me think that they're definitely going to expand Potter in some sense is that they've mm. they have a lot of patents that they've filed for with rides that really are pretty specific to Potter in my opinion. So like they have a ride where there's like a wand involved that is interactive. 
um, which I think is what they wanted to do for the ministry is is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and I, like I fun. know that there's been talks of building the ministry and I think that that would be the most feasible thing for them to do. But again, I think that they'll do that in islands and not in islands of adventure they'll do that at studios and that will go where fear factor is in my opinion and i you heard it here first yeah that's just (laughs) what i think is going to happen because they have patents for rides it makes sense like they're not they could just shelve them i mean disney has been known to do that they have so many they have so many plans that just like never came to fruition but um i would hope that like i would hope that they add more they should yeah. do a Hogwarts hotel over there. I mean, oh, that is such Star a missed Wars. opportunity. Yeah, that, that is something that people have have asked for in the past, mm-hmm. which would be yeah. pretty great. Yeah. It would be yeah. a lot of money, but it would be really great. I think It would be comparable happen. to what Disney is doing with Star Wars, though. And like, yeah. realistically, if you think about it, like I'm by no means here to say that that experience is going to be affordable for the family but it is built for a very specific type of fan and if you think about it and compare it to pricing it's like paying for a cruise except you're not on the water yeah but like (laughs) but like so so you're like you're paying for the experience of being at the star wars galactic like being they're they're almost they're billing it as a cruise in space and it's like you're meant to feel like you really are in space like the windows are screens and it like looks like you're looking out into the galaxy and all of that kind of stuff so like how their marketing for it is done very well. And I think that I think that with they're waiting to see how successful it's going to be for Disney, which, in my opinion, it's going to be yeah, booked solid. Um, but I feel like th- I feel like they know that they could do that. It's just a matter of a figuring out where that fits and if they have the land to build it mm-hmm. or b they want to do it and they're trying to acquire land in the right spot and they just haven't been able to because the problem that Universal has that Disney doesn't have is land. Yeah. And Disney was smart and he bought acres and acres of land and they've only used a third of it. (laughs) So like they have almost just like they have so much land that they can build on and Universal is literally smack dab in the middle of a city very similar to Disneyland. That's why Disneyland doesn't get much in terms of expansion because literally there's hotels and houses like right around the theme park and that's there's not really much that you can do. And that's kind yeah. of what Universal's situation is as well. That's why I mean Epic Universe is not being built right next door to Islands of Adventure and Studios. It's being built 15 minutes down the road because yeah. that was where they could buy land and it was close. It wasn't next to it, but it was close. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Buses. Yeah. Well, you know what they say: if you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. I'm just interested. I wonder. I just wonder if it's completely scrapped from Epic Universe, or what is in, or they just don't know, and that's why it wasn't mentioned. Because you know, maybe now, they don't know because of Fantastic Beasts three. Maybe decisions yeah. will be made based off of what's going on with that. Yeah. Maybe there's. 
talks of buying the whole thing from the author. Who knows? Hey, there could be. We'll because see. I think that they realize that she has become a liability to them making money. And if they can buy her out from it, people might feel more comfortable coming and spending money with them. Yeah. So always, always a possibility. Yeah. Always the possibilities are endless. The possibilities. Like uh, and honestly, if anybody has the money to do that, it's not me. Warner Brothers has it. They could do they it. Got, they, <laughs> got they got pockets. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Make sure that you follow us on Spotify by clicking that follow button on our page and share this episode with your friends by clicking the three dots in the corner of our episode page. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you would like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going sorry i lost my Does spot it? <laughs> it one also, would say you didn't keep going Aww. it also gives you access to exclusive felix files episodes discord channel trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support send your potter stories questions and concerns to our email at swishflickcast at gmail.com that cam well, Tiffany, you must be ready. I'm ready for the re- 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 camp. <laughs> came from my soul. <laughs> I can feel it. So we've never started a book the way we did in our last episode. We Y'all. didn't start with Harry. Um, we didn't start Harry. with good old Frank. We started with the Muggle Prime Minister in his office, and he's waiting for a meeting. Turns out it's actually with Fudge. In case you don't know who that is, it's the Minister of Magic. He's not there to bring the best of news. He really only comes to see the Muggle Prime Minister when there's serious trouble going on. At one point, it was serious trouble. We do get some cool flashbacks to when <laughs> oh they first met. And <laughs> it's kind of weird to be in the Muggle world. You know? For sure. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, for a moment, I forgot that you recap, and I was like, "Why is she like talking about the beginning of this book? Like, do you already that? <laughs> Sarah? Maybe I shouldn't have a beverage before starting the podcast. Well, What's know. Katie doing? You can't turn back so. now. If I could turn back time, mm. I would tell you all about Fudge. <laughs> he continues to talk to the Prime Minister about what's really going on. You know, there's giants, there's Dementors, aka Dumbledore was right what? in shame. What? Shame, shame on the ministry and Fudge for not listening to him. Uh, and really, now Fudge is like kicking himself because now Dumbledore won't listen to him. Mm, mm, mm. We've learned Fudge is no longer the minister. Scrim. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name right. Scrudge Mir. Scrimmager, right? Scrimmager. Scrimmager is now the minister and he pops into the meeting for a brief spell, you know. Uh, the Prime Minister learns that his new hire is actually a wizard. It's Shagglebolt. Seem to be minister. And also, the man who was cursed is now at St. Mungo's. You know, he needed to be subdued after subdued after attacking some of the healers. Just, you know, out there trying to strangle people. But he's not dangerous, is what the Prime Minister's thinking. Oh, boy, he is dangerous. Currently. Um, but, you know, if there's any news, the Minister's going to send Fudge to talk to him. So don't worry. 
Fudge has it all in hand. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fudge. <laughs> episode title. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fudge. Uh, okay, so the Muggle Prime Minister blurts out, "Good grief!" Charlie Brown. Hmm. So it's your fault all those people were killed, and I'm having to answer questions about rusted rigging and corroded expansion joints, and I don't know what else. He's furious. He is not pleased. And so Fudge snaps back at him. He says, my fault, said Fudge, coloring up. I like that word usage. Are you saying you would have caved into blackmail like that? And the Muggle Prime Minister says that maybe he wouldn't have caved to blackmail, but he would have put out every effort to catch the blackmailer before he committed any such atrocity, which was, you know, a mass muggle killing on the Brockdale Bridge. Brockdale? The Brockdale Bridge was a road bridge located somewhere in England. (laughs) You're welcome. It's it's not real, as we can recall from last time. It gets better. It spans an unknown river. Oh, my God. You're welcome. That's the information I had on that. Fudge goes after him and asks him if he really thinks that he wasn't already putting out every effort that he had to find him, meaning Voldemort, and round up his followers. Um, Well, honey, you weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I hate to break that to you, but you actually weren't for many years. As a matter of fact, you, like, deny. You're a denier. Yeah, you liked it. Believe it. So, you know, Voldemort's one of the most powerful wizards of all time and has eluded capture for almost three I got you. Decades. Katie was on there. We did it at the same time. Bananas. So I know... That the Muggle Prime Minister doesn't know this, but like, like I said before, we the readers know Fudge was lousy at trying to catch Voldemort for a very long was time. Was he lousy? <laughs> Just terrible. The Muggle Prime Minister goes on about hurricanes and says, "Well, I guess that's his fault too." Like he's being sassy about this one. His temper is rising the longer this conversation's going on, and it's infuriating to him that all of these things were happening and he knows the reasons behind them happening are things that he's not going to be able to tell the public what's going on and kind of essentially take the blame off of himself and his little government that he's got going on um because he can't he can't tell people about it and so fudge then's like that's not a hurricane and the prime minister is like excuse me his temper He's like stamping up and down. That's how mad this guy is. Quote, trees uprooted, roofs ripped off, lampposts bent, horrible injuries. And then Fudge interjects and says, it was the Death Eaters. He who must not be names followers. And, and we suspect giant involvement. Do you think hmm. his mind's going back to that hmm. little conversation in, um, you know, Madame Pomfrey's little hospital wing and Dumbledore is like we need to talk to the giants and he was all like you're barking mad you know you remember that <laughs> do you think he feels bad for like not listening I think that's why so so he pauses and that 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 and we suspect giant involvement like he fe- I feel like he's calm in this moment 
because the Muggle Prime Minister is stamping all around, throwing basically a fit, and and he's like having to say out loud, even though it's to a Muggle who doesn't know about that conversation that happened in the hospital wing. But I think he's in, I think he's one ashamed of himself and embarrassed by the fact that he knows he let this happen. Like he lied like to him to two seconds so. ago about saying, "You think I wasn't doing everything that I could?" Well, currently up until you were fired for that short brief amount of time you might have been but before that you have no excuse because you just flat out lied to this guy and he's never going to be able to find out the the truth behind that may i talk about this a little bit in my section but like this entire chapter is just so politicians isn't it though like Like, you see where their priorities lie when you see them having these conversations. And Fudge, I think, I do think that this entire chapter is really Fudge realizing he messed up. And he is saying all of these things to the prime minister. And everything he's saying, you're like, Dumbledore warned you about that. Dumbledore mm-hmm. told you that was going to happen, and he knows. Mm-hmm. Well, and like back going on Megan's point, Tiffany, you even said that the prime minister is thinking he's mad because he can't tell them what's going on to take the blame and heat off of himself. Not because his people were dead, which, and he's not thinking about the people that were killed or the people that yeah, are family. hurt or anything like that. Yeah, he's thinking all of this heat's on me and how, and that truly, like that is unfair. Like if something major happens, like say there is a hurricane or there's you know some other type of natural disaster yes there are things in place to help people afterwards but you can't control the weather so that is unfair for some of that to be put on people being like well you should have done something Mm, uh, yeah maybe there's ways that you could help like get people out blah 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 yes but i feel like with the especially okay so we have like storm warnings right we have uh tools that can tell us like tracking a storm and the strength of the storm right we can measure those things with science but like i feel like in this situation in this fictional situation because there's use of giants there was nothing to track you can't get anybody out think about all those people who were living on the coast for sure like all like there's he's had horrible injuries not to mention that there's probably upwards of hundreds of people who are who are dead yeah right may yeah and i think that like another another thing to really like put into perspective here is like yes we do have science to like give us warnings for like actual real life weather alerts that could be happening but as a politician you are mostly going to be judged on how you react after the fact yes so like what he is worrying about like, it's frustrating to me to see that he's worrying about, oh, all this stuff that I have to, quote, deal with. First of all, that's yeah. your job. Mm, yeah. Second of all, stop worrying about this stuff that you have to, quote, deal with and just give help to the people who are being affected because that's realistically what you should be doing right now. And I think Absolutely. that, like, that is just what really puts this into perspective for me. Like, even hearing, like, we talked about it, like, like fudge was more worried about being liked by the people and being 
um, you know, like keeping the peace and keeping it so that Voldemort, it doesn't look like Voldemort's coming back. Like he doesn't want people to be scared. But in reality, he is now being judged on the fact that he could have prevented some of this from happening because there were steps that he could have taken. And he was more concerned with keeping this facade as a lot of politicians do instead of actually doing their job and taking care of the situation instead of just being like, well, I need to make sure that everybody that it all looks good. No, you need to do like actions speak louder than, than, facades that you put out as a politician and like that is what people should judge politicians on aka both of these men are bad politicians is what i'm saying (laughs) well also many times as he's talking not talking but we're inside the prime minister's head he says like all these awful things that are happening and then he'll be like oh and the voters like thinking about the voters his opponent yeah yeah But, like, what sucks, though, is, like, I I think that's where a lot of, like, that's where the politicians, like, it's almost, I, I would never be able to do it. Because, like, when reading, like, Obama's book or something like that, or even reading fictional books where they're talking about, you know, they're constantly thinking about, like, the next election and yep. how. Mm-hmm. That's what the focus there's is only, more on that. There's only so much you could do, which sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you only have in most situations like maybe four to six years to like actually get something done sometimes even less than with midterm elections and like how things go yeah Yeah. it's uh, exhausting and you know you can only please so many people and there's going to be people that just don't believe in the facts or that are just terrible so yeah Mm -hmm. it can be very disheartening um Okay, going back into this, uh, the mention of giant involvement stops the Muggle Prime Minister right in his tracks as though he hit an invisible wall. And he says, what involvement? (laughs) I mean, if you heard this, you would probably be like, what? Too. You're like, do you mean like someone that's like seven feet tall? (laughs) Like a basketball player? Nope. (laughs) Taller. Fudge grimaced, quote, he used giants last time when he wanted to go for the grand effect, he said. The Office of Misinformation, you have that, has been working around the clock. We've had teams of obliviators out trying to modify the memories of all muggles who saw what really happened. We've got most of the Department of Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures running around Somerset, but we can't find the giant. It's been a disaster. You don't say, said the (laughs) Prime Minister furiously. (laughs) You don't say. Megan, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, that was fast. <laughs> do they know that it was just one giant or not many giants? It says like, one, how do they know? but you know, oh, they know. I remember. Sure. I was gonna say that. Like, I also think it's important to talk about or bring up the fact that, like, yes, as much as I think that both of these men are not really good people the way that fudge talks to this prime minister irks me to no end because he gives like half information and then moves on to Mm -hmm. the next point. And, and it's like for there to be a real working relationship between these two ministers, 
as there should be, the prime minister has to truly understand what you're talking about as minister of magic. And like, I don't know if it's like purposeful that Fudge is keeping him in the dark on some stuff or like, but it's just like, it's disrespectful how little information he gives him and just expects him to be like, okay, move on. Well, I think it's just it goes to show you like there's a large disconnect between the muggle muggles really and a lot of the witches and wizards because you see a lot of things that they just don't understand. Like they think that not all of them, but you do see like a lot of people, including the people that are on like, quote, the good side or like the side against Voldemort, that they do have prejudices against muggles and like they don't know like that they themselves are advanced in like science and technology and like, aren't like cave people doing things. So like, he's also just assuming he's like, well, I know all of these things. So you're prime minister. You should also know these things. Maybe he's thinking that the prime minister before told him stuff, but I agree. Like he really should not be a Richard. Like you should sit down and be like, let's have a conversation. But fudge doesn't seem the type he thinks he seems more the type of like, that he's better than that so he shouldn't have to do it yeah yeah and and i think that like i don't think that it's on purpose that fudge is keeping him in the dark i think that fudge is just bad at doing his job that's like my view of this situation like fudge just, just isn't a good minister time. i don't think he thinks about yeah, it yeah like he, he literally yeah. doesn't like, think about it yeah right like yeah, to him like this like, is a waste of time yeah. Yeah. yeah so like but that is what's so frustrating yeah. because like clearly we see how affected they are by the things that are going on in the wizarding world because like the wizarding world is the muggle world like it's the same world they live in the same world so like things that are happening they still see these certain things happening they're just told it's different things so like you would think that it would benefit both to have open communication to like figure out what to say and how to fix this and uh, I just I just think that it is I just think it's an example of how bad of a politician Fudge is and and also how bad of a politician this prime minister is because like he also has the potential authority to be like stop you need to tell me this information like we need to have a real relationship and like I think that I'm- he doesn't speak up for himself just as much as Fudge doesn't tell him things. I don't know if they're if I would say that qualifies them as being bad politicians. Well, we know Fudge is not great at all. Yeah, but I think they're just bad communicators, especially in this situation right here. I guess I just mean like they're like, like bad at doing their job. Well, I I think with with the prime minister, like he's totally out of the loop. Yeah, and every time he sees Fudge. It's always like bad news that he only gets half information. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So it's almost like it's like he gets it. He gets like the info things, on like, the you run. You just don't know what to do. And then like Fudge leaves, and then he's like, "Wait, I, like he said mm-hmm. all of these things. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I just can't believe it." Yeah. Um. I just think he just. I think they're just bad communicators. Just thrown off. We were talking yeah. last time. Like Fudge is just checking off a box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so talking about giants, so we know that Voldemort used giants um, in the first Wizarding War. So according to the wiki, um, this giant army was a large group of giants who served the Death Eaters and fought for Lord Voldemort in the first Wizarding War. At the end of the first Wizarding War, ors from the Ministry of Magic and other enemies of the Death Eaters began killing giants. And most of the giants that had sided with Lord Voldemort were killed 
Those who weren't killed were driven away and joined the giant colony in Eastern Europe. And it's likely that the survivors among those who joined Voldemort, the, like it's likely the survivors of the first war were the ones that were also joining Voldemort during the second war. Shout out to Golgomath. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, so Fudge then goes on to tell the Muggle Prime Minister that the morale at the ministry is pretty low with everything that's going on. And then he listed um, that along with losing Amelia Bones. Sad. Mm -hmm. Really sad. Really sad about it. So Amelia Bones was the head (laughs) of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. We remember her. Uh, She was at Harry's hearing in Order of the Phoenix. She voted to clear him of all charges. She was incredibly impressed with him. We know who she is. We've talked about her before. So, yeah, (laughs) Fudge says that they think that Voldemort may have murdered her in person because she was a very gifted witch and there were signs that she put up a fight. I don't really personally think that he did. Same. I think that they're underestimating the skill of his Death Eaters, honestly. And like we've seen how skilled Bellatrix is and how often she'll go and do his bidding. And I feel as if that may have been work of a Death Eater. Whoever wants Maybe to he talk was first. There can to go. Witness it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Could have been. Fudge? No. Not Fudge. Yeah. Voldemort. Fudge watched, watched oh. her die. Yeah. Like, what? Didn't say anything. <laughs> like, where did we learn this information? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my personal headcanon. That's how Fudge is terrible. Oh, God. He's so, a death eater. My thought is, I think that the ministry doesn't understand, clearly, how Voldemort operates. He doesn't need to go and kill someone like Amelia Bones. She's not high yeah. on his list. Yeah, but do you think he'd want to? No. I think he, like, kills when he wants to. You know what I mean? Like, or when he's angry. So I think, I, But I do agree that I think he has his underlings do his bidding for him, oh, yeah. but I don't think that stops him also from killing No, people. it True. doesn't. But I think, I think a lot of the murders that he commits himself are, like you said, when he's angry. Like, when he's in that rage. And um, I feel like something like this would be very low level for him. He wouldn't have to bother himself. Um, with going and killing her himself. He's going to send somebody else to do that. It's like when they said that he was effectively the Minister of Magic in Seven. He doesn't have to enter the ministry or do anything at the ministry to be the head of the Ministry of Magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even though she was an amazing witch, like, I'm not downgrading her by any sense, uh, like, uh, anything like that. I just think that that this is something that he's not bothering with. fighting back. Heck... I mean, and, and she could have taken... It doesn't have to be one Death Eater. It could have been a whole group of Death Eaters yeah. there. She could have killed some of them, you know, in the process of fighting back. And and she very mel- well may have, and their bodies were just removed. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know yeah. um, who on Voldemort's side was lost in, in that... Um, probably an ambush killing. Um, like, trying to go and ambush her and all of that. But it's just... I don't know. I feel like like his I feel like Voldemort's mindset more so right now lies with his plan for Hogwarts and obviously Harry killing Harry Potter, which is the plan at Hogwarts and all of that. He's trying to impregnate. uh, Hey, right now, girl, I don't know what's going on in Malfoy Manor. (laughs) I think that 
The reason why, one reason why I really don't think that Voldemort is the one that went and did this is is just because he learned from his mistakes in the first war. And like going and doing this type of bidding in the first war is what made him lose his body the first time and was reduced to just will of the wisps and (laughs) (laughs) oh um, my god and i feel like he would not at this point he i think that he feels close to what he wants to achieve he's like getting there he feels more confident um and i don't think that he would risk that for in his eyes someone like amelia bones and I would assume that they, that whoever it was, was going to imperious her because she was head of the Department of Magical mm. Law Enforcement. So they mm-hmm. wanted to imperious her to have control of her. Um, Probably didn't work. And Probably I don't stronger than that. Yeah, and I don't think that Voldemort would have gone and I don't think Voldemort was going no. and, and casting Imperio on people. Um, yeah, but that that's just me. I like that point. I also think, and I realize we did not do this for serious. Mm. Should we do two sips of sadness for both serious and Amelia We didn't Amelia do a Bones? sip for sadness? We did not. Mm, I sips, thought we a did. A sip of sadness for serious. All right. Um. Let's do that one first right, sure. for serious. Okay. That tastes extra sad. The claw. It moves. My beverage is a little warm, so we're getting there. Now we'll do a sip of sadness for Amelia Bones. Amelia. Amelia. Do you ever wonder what happened to Amelia Earhart? <laughs> That's part of a song. Oh my god. Whatever <laughs> uh. happened to Amelia Earhart? Um, um, yeah. So the Prime Minister then says, but that murder was in the papers. Our papers. Amelia Bones. It just said that she was a middle-aged woman who lived alone. It was a a nasty killing, wasn't it? It's had rather a lot of publicity. The police are baffled, you see. So Fudge... What? I wonder why. Fudge just sighed, and he said, Well, of course they are. Killed in a room that was locked from the inside, wasn't she? We, on the other hand, know exactly who did it. Not that that gets us any further toward catching him. And then there was Emmeline Vance. Maybe you didn't hear about that one. And the prime minister responds again. Oh, yes, I did. It ju- it happened just around the corner from here. As a matter of fact, the papers had a field day with it. Breakdown of law and order in the prime minister's backyard. Fudge isn't even listening. Um, and... <laughs> He continues on. He goes, then we have Dementors swarming all over the place, attacking people left, right and center. And the prime minister here was happy to recognize something that he was talking about because he remembered being talked to about Dementors in the past because of Sirius, I think, Mm -hmm. is when he heard about them last. Um, So he says, I thought that the Dementors guard the prisoners in Azkaban Mm -hmm. and Fudge is all weary and says they did. And then I'm reading this part and I'm just like, everything Dumbledore said was going to happen is happening. And I think that this is one of the major purposes of this chapter. Like, it's meant to show Fudge's stupidity in this entire situation. Like, Dumbledore knew all of this was going to happen 
And just like piece by piece, as we go through this chapter, we see, yeah, Dumbledore warned you about that. And like, here's Fudge having to verbally admit that these things are happening, which is kind of like, I mean, not that it feels good to like hear him, like hear that these things are happening, but it feels good to like know that Dumbledore was right and he was wrong. And like Fudge <laughs> knows that now, you know, yeah. and he's having to actually vocalize it to somebody. Um, so Fudge now here confirms that the Dementors have abandoned the prison and are now joining Voldemort. And the prime minister here just like has a sense of dawning horror. Aren't they the creatures that drain hope and happiness out of people? Yep. And they're breeding, <laughs> which yeah. is why there's Hard all this yes. mist everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so the prime minister at this point feels faint, like so faint that his knees buckle and he just like sits down. He's just like defeated. Mm. And he's just thinking in his head, invisible creatures were potentially swooping through towns and countryside, just spreading <laughs> despair and hopelessness to all of his potential voters. There it is. Yes, sir. Let's think about your election instead of the people. My question is about dementors and breeding. Um, one how, but also like if they can't be killed. Like, where do they go after it's all done? <laughs> yeah, like oh, I wonder how? if like I wonder if like happiness makes some disappear. Happiness support. Love, but maybe they maybe they just like it's like a vampire can't go into the light. They're like ah, the happiness it burns, and then they disappear. (laughs) The happiness it burns. God, I thought they just sparkled in the sunlight. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's true. Interesting. Do their hearts grow two sizes if they go into like the love? Don't compare them to the Grinch. That's but what if there's a dementor do. who doesn't want to be bad? A oh rogue gosh. dementor. I don't want to be bad. Right like Finn. <gasps> right? Oh, what's its name? It the says, dementor. So this is yeah. on the wiki. It says they seemingly cannot be destroyed, though their numbers can be limited if the conditions in which they multiply are prevented from forming, implying yeah, that they like, do die off where eventually. Are they? Where are they? What are they? Do they just are they turn into bits? They turn to dust, like Winifred Sanders, <laughs> Sanderson. There you go. Better than Voldy bits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where was I? Okay. Because of this word. bit of information, he then says, now see here, Fudge, you've got to do something. It's your responsibility as Minister of Magic. And like, let I'm just saying, I'm just saying, he was not this frantic until he thought about those dang potential voters and their despair and hopelessness and how he's not going to win his reelection now. So all of a sudden he's got a fire lit underneath his ass and Fudge has to go and fix everything. Uh-oh, what? <laughs> <gasps> what? He? What? That's the first swear in a long time. Good night. He's got a light fire under his donkey butt. I don't know. It's annoying. It just is so annoying. So a truth truth bomb drops. And he now admits. Swear bombs. 
that he was sacked three days ago. And the whole Wizarding World community was screaming for his resignation for, quote, a fortnight, which is two weeks. And so does that mean that it has only been two weeks and three days since the end of the school year? I, I told you he did not stay. And he being Harry did not stay long at Privet Drive. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dumbledore Can Harry just like think that that was towards the end of June anyways, right? Because that's when school um, ends. Excuse me, right. deep June. <laughs> deep Sorry, June. deep June. Can't Harry just like touch his little toe inside the threshold and then be like, "Peace, going around." Why does he have to stay there at all? <laughs> what? <laughs> I am adding like a like, SpongeBob thing. Does a SpongeBob yes. do that? When he's, he's trying the trying the Krabby Patty when Squidward's trying to eat. Yes. It. Here's my yes. view on it. I think of it like this, and this is just me and myself. You might believe in something different. I'm not going to judge you. Sure. I think in order for it to count of you being in a state to say like I've been to Ohio or I've been to Kentucky or like California you have to have spent a night there that's just for me in order like I don't count if I just stepped out and like Peed. went to the bathroom but what if you there. did like a just, like, what if you did like a day trip that's not that's like, but you're spending hours there okay. so you have to spend hours so then well, why can't he just like hours. go and have dinner with hours. the Dursleys and then peace oh. out I just don't think that's a long what enough time. What are you going to eat? A grace? So I you think know? that he needs to spend a night. A raisin? Still Maybe a grace. to get his aunt to kiss his forehead. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know if she does this or not, secretly. You can have a prune, and then you have to leave. <laughs> How about a date? But you can't use the bathroom. No, dates are good when they're wrapped in bacon. I like dates. I'm just I wish I had one. Dates with the right person Aww. are fantastic, Tiffany. I'll take you on a date tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. It's really me taking you on a date. So let's be honest. Who? Who you t- me taking anybody on a date. You- it's all about me. Oh. <laughs> what okay. happened? What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so back to the prime minister. He was at a loss for words, and he actually felt bad for Fudge. Politicians would sympathize with each other. Listen to you hating on politicians all day. <laughs> I hate oh, politicians. I just hate them. Hate them all. I just, there's a lot of like back alley, deep pocket things going on, you know? I like honesty. career politicians, man. Yeah, I like honesty. GTFO. All right. So he does feel bad for him. So the Muggle Prime Minister is like, kind of feels inclined to be like, is there anything that I can do for you? Um, And Fudge says, it's very kind of you, Prime Minister, but there is nothing. I was sent here tonight to bring you up to date on recent events and to introduce you to my successor. I rather thought he'd be here by now, but of course, he's very busy at the moment with so much going on. Um, So the portrait says, he'll be here in a moment. He's just finishing a letter to Dumbledore. So Fudge says he wishes, I think he says his name, he wishes Scrimger luck because he's been writing to Dumbledore twice a day for the past two weeks but Dumbledore won't budge good he says if he'd just been prepared to persuade the boy I might still be well maybe Scrimger will have more success yes sir would you say that Fudge wouldn't budge well I guess it's Dumbledore that's not budging <laughs> never mind Fudge wants Dumbledore to budge it's fudge just you fudge. know <laughs> Fudge we know wrote to Dumbledore 
prior to their like falling out or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then now proven completely wrong. He's right back again. They'll just write into him and begging for help. And I don't good on Dumbledore for being like, no, I'm not wasting my yeah. time on you anymore. You didn't want to listen to me for over a year. Yeah, it's I too don't late. Think so yeah, too, too little, too late. Yes. Oh, we all went <laughs> different directions. <laughs> but I have a question it's because, I, as we all know, it's been a long time since I've read this book. So when what he's talking Would about? Would you say it's been a while? It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, he's talking about Harry here, like trying to work with the Ministry, right? Like if Dumbledore yeah. had been able to get well i don't know why he would but is he talking about harry here okay yeah so they want harry to be kind of like be like on their side yeah Yeah. that's right okay and so if you um i'm actually reading this book again like on audible and they actually send those ministry cars to take them to Diagon Alley and then again to the train station this time. So they're like loving on Harry again right now. So they mm-hmm. definitely want to be working with him because because they need something from him. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Otherwise, they wouldn't care. They only want to get good pu- publicity with Harry. Facts. Right. And like <laughs> you literally dragged both their names through the mud in all your papers and appointed some bad word to the school you know what i mean whatever so the portrait literally (laughs) in seven when um at the beginning of seven when harry ron and hermione are at the burrow and scrimmager comes in and reads dumbledore's will he like straight up like almost straight up outright says that he wants harry to like kind of put on a show and be in and out of the ministry and you Mm -hmm. like just so people like see you around, boost them around. He's like, I don't like your methods, minister. And then he holds up his hand and he says, I must not tell lies. And so he's like, hard pass on that. Yeah. Good on him, though. Yeah. H- Harry is. Harry. Harry changes so much in six. And he's. He's so. Like. I don't like he's confident within himself like he's definitely grown into like his own where he like can figure things out on his own like not to say that he doesn't need Hermione but he doesn't rely on her so much anymore for every little thing like he used to when he was younger and I just like how 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 bold and brave he is I think that what Harry has gone through in his fifth year so in the fifth book he a lot of things were shattered. You know what I mean? Like where you grow up and you're thinking like, he's already known that like the people in his life that were supposed to be loving and towards him and like taking care of him weren't. So that was already shattered. He grew up with an aunt and uncle that were not kind to him. Um, And then going into the wizarding world, he was like uh, treated as like this amazing person because he was the one that defeated Voldemort, but he has no recollection of this. So like that in and of itself was like foreign for him to be like almost a celebrity. And then almost overnight, he sees this whole tragic thing happen in front of him with Cedric being killed in front of him. Dumb or not Dumbledore coming back. Oh my Lanta. (laughs) Voldemort coming back. And then all of these people that 
not that he like he he didn't love all of that attention, but like that was something that he was used to. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, all of these people are against him and saying that he's lying and saying all of these things. And you know, he's grown up thinking like. Because this is true, you know, kids learn, like, if something happens, like, tell an authority figure, tell a teacher, an unfor- or whomever, like a police officer or someone, in a, some, some authority figure, tell an adult. And unfortunately, sometimes those adults will also take um, advantage of that situation. So he's grown up thinking, well, it's a ministry, like, of course, like, they're going to do the right thing and they're going to believe me and they're going to do all these things. And then overnight, it's like they aren't and then he sees that like they've been talking about him for months and saying all of these bad things and saying he's terrible and then them putting umbrage in who again she's an educator so he's thinking he's only really ever had besides snape teachers in his life that weren't horrible to him and weren't physically abusing him where he's writing Mm -hmm. lines out and using his blood so like it shattered a lot of things that like when you're a kid or a teenager you don't necessarily see the world for what it is until you're older. Uh, and for Harry, he's, he's always gotten thing or has, has seen things at a younger age than like average because of really who he is. So at this point he's like, I'm just going to do me because everyone else is kind of screwing up. It's basically long story short is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, totally things. He's seen some things Mm -hmm. and he's just not taking anybody's stuff no more. Mm Mm-hmm. And good for him because there could have been a part of him that was like, not that he, I think he'd be willing, but he could have said, okay, if the ministry is going to change their mind, like, fine, like, let's get the word out. But instead he was just like, not worth the time. Well, we also have to think about too, with, with Harry, he's now been at Hogwarts. This will be his sixth year there. And every single year he has done something that has like saved other people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Year one, he went and did all of those things and got the stone. Year two, he went to the chamber. Year three, he what did he do? He saved Sirius and did all of those things. Like so, every year he's doing things that like really adults could be the ones doing it. But he's he's like I've been through this. Like whatever, I'm he's more secure in himself because he's done it before. And he's thinking I faced Voldemort more than once. What's the harm in doing it again? Yeah. yeah. Or thinking I faced Voldemort. You don't scare me. Yeah. Right. No kidding. Yeah, for sure. I got bigger things to be afraid of than you. <laughs> All right. So the portrait on the wall, on the wall, announces Scrimger's arrival. Um, so Scrimger comes through the fire like Fudge did. And here's a little bit from the book describing him. So the prime minister's first foolish thought was that Rufus Scrimger looked rather like an old lion. There were streaks of gray in his main his mane of tawny hair and his bushy eyebrows. He had keen yellowish eyes behind a pair of wire rim spectacles and a certain rangy lopy grace, even though he walked with a slight limp. There was an immediate impression of shrewdness and toughness. The prime minister thought he understood why the wizarding community preferred Scrimger to fudge as a leader in these dangerous times. First of all, burn. (laughs) Second, I just kind of like his description. I don't know. It's just kind of cute. Um, so I just did like a quick, I'm sure that we will do a Felix Files on Scrimger. But ah, just like a, a quick little thing from the wiki, just describing who he is. Um, he's a British wizard who was 
a powerful ranking official in the Ministry of Magic. He originally joined the Ministry of Magic as an Auror, um, becoming a hardened veteran. He spent most of his life fighting dark wizards. Eventually, he did become head of the Auror office. And then during the Second Wizarding War, Wizarding War he was appointed to succeed Fudge as Minister for Magic. Um, and that makes him the third ex-Auror that we know, to, know of to hold that spot. That's kind of cool. This is a touch off topic, but we're talking about the actor, Bill Nighy. Mm -hmm. Um, Every time I either watch that or like if I'm watching with the older Pirates, not older, but like the Pirates of the Caribbean with Davy Jones, because he's like the same, it's the same actor. Yeah. And like they make, they they sound so much like, he's also in love, actually. Everybody's in love, actually. I feel it in my fingers. Yes, you're not wrong. (laughs) I feel it in my toes. I think he's also in Shaun of the Dead. I think could that's be, random I, thought. You guys, don't be mad at me. I've never like seen Love Actually all the way through. <gasps> Neither have I, Tiffany. Neither <gasps> you have. Yes, you have. I have we not. I no, I have not. Love that. It's one of my favorite I know. movies. We should. Oh sit wait, down maybe and you did make me watch it. Kate, don't be a fibberoni. Let's talk I'm about not. things that Tiffany's ever seen. Really She's never seen Anastasia. I haven't. Yeah. <gasps> Have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. <laughs> There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. Have you heard? <laughs> 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 I'll give her a <laughs> and a hi-ya. And I'll and kick I'll her, kick sir. her, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's on Disney+. Plus. No excuses anymore. Disney right, bought it. All right, all Watch right. Watch it. Now she's Alana would like princess. it. Um, it's a good movie. I also love Love Actually. Same. Um, I, you know, I like I like Bill Nye. He. I keep thinking you're gonna say Bill Nye, the science Bill guy, Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. Science rules. Love you science so. Rules. Always <laughs> That's a song. Are we in the nineties? Another 90s episode. I feel like I'm waiting for my dad to come home from work. And I'm at my grandma's house waiting for him. Look at Bill Bill Nye's on. on. Oh my god. Alright. Harry Potter. I literally can't stop singing in my head. That used to be the ringtone. This used to be the ringtone for my dad when he called and he never called so I really didn't (laughs) ever hear it a lot. That's the terriest thing to do is to not call uh, his child. Well, like, there's no need for me. Like, you know. You live together. He has called me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my father and I don't speak. I was, I was going <laughs> to oh, say God. that I don't know. Oh. Sorry. I've been so yawny today. Anyway, I was going to say I don't really know if I love Bill Nighy. How do you say his last name? Nye? 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 I don't know. I don't know if I, I love know. him as Rufus Scrimger. It was. It wasn't yeah. what I pictured. Um, Rufus. No, and I, I pictured didn't... a different kind of dude. Yeah, and I like a lion-looking man. Exactly. Like he's described. Like he's described. Who would you cast? Um. Oh gosh. And I'm throwing. That's a really up. hard question <laughs> on the spot. I need to like. Yeah. Jeez. I gotta research. Do research. That. All right, we'll think about it. I'm gonna Google. Vinny old said he should be British bigger and ripped. Actors. <laughs> I bet You're I'll Googled. find somebody. <laughs> All right, Kate, you should continue. <laughs> All right. 
So Scrimger comes in. They shake hands. We can already see from Scrimger's like body language. Body language. Body. I said <laughs> stroke today. We 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 podcasted Never earlier. Underestimate the importance of it's... body language. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up there on like a lot of blabber. Oh my god. Um, so we can tell that he's he's definitely an or like he doesn't trust any situation. I don't think he's like scanning the room. He insists that the door be locked and the curtains drawn because he doesn't want to be interrupted or watch. And this is even though the Muggle Prime Minister says he would rather the door stay unlocked because I think he is kind of scared of these people a little bit. They can do magic. Yes. He cannot. Um, so Scrimger gets right to the point. He says he's a busy man. They got to get down to business. Let's get down to get business. Down to business. It's a to Disney day. First things first, they need to discuss his security. And the prime minister, I feel, I feel bad in a way because like he does, Fudge really does talk down to him and doesn't explain things. So like he, he probably always feels like he doesn't have a good footing and so whenever he gets a second to, like, feel like he knows what he's talking about, he, like, tries to act all, like, tough and macho. So he, like, draws himself to his fullest height. And he's like, I'm perfectly happy with the security I already have. Little does he know. Yeah, they, they set that up, too. Well, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, do you want to finish your thing? Oh, no, you I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, he wants to talk about um, how, like, they aren't, how they wouldn't be happy if, like, think about like, how genuinely, though, like, how would it look if the prime minister gets imperious, which is kind of like foreshadowing, because doesn't, don't they imperious, uh, pious thickness, what's his name? A thickness. Pious thickness. It's pious thickness. 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 He's also the bee's knees. <laughs> thickness? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> what does Jim Dale say? Somebody oh. say thickness. I see I say thickness. I don't know. I say sir. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A lot of people are saying thick knees. Thickness. <laughs> what? I say thickness. They say thickness. I think I said actually. Now you guys got me all confused. I've used to say thicknessy. Okay, well you also said (laughs) my ladies. Whatever. (laughs) My ladies and my ladies. ladies. Is it? But really, that does happen, correct? He's he's imperious whilst he's pretending or not pretending. He's the ministry. Yeah. So he's saying, like, you know, it's going to look bad if the prime minister of England, you know, gets imperious. So um, he's like, let's talk. He wants to talk about his new secretary. Right. And the prime minister's like, all right. No, 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 no. I like my new secretary. Kaisley Shacklebolt is an excellent employee. He's like he gets more done in like half the time of everyone else. Like, no, we're like super efficient. It's like, yeah, because we know this name. I know him. I know him. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Um, so he's like, yeah, he's good at his job. This is what I'm not saying this. I'm not, so not, not saying that I don't think he isn't a good employee. But Scrimmager, Scrimmager says 
that yeah he's a good employee because he's a wizard <laughs> and i feel like that's just like a light a slight um dig at muggles because muggles could also be good at their jobs that's true yeah um so we find that kingsley has been assigned to protect the prime minister we know that he's an horror they tell him that and um so the prime minister hears this and then all of us he's like starts to protest about having a wizard on his staff and he like He's like, I get to decide who I'm hired, who's going to work with me. <laughs> okay, buddy. And the minister's like, dude, you were literally just singing his praises. So which is it? You don't like that he's a wizard, so you don't want him working for you? Or you think he's a really good employee? <laughs> um, and he's like, fine, fine. Like, as long as Kingsley continues to be a good employee, he will keep his job. But Scrimmager doesn't really, like, care to listen to him at all. He's like, whatever. He's already moving on to his next point. And he's uh, going to talk about Herbert. Herbert Chorley. Can we can we give a shout out to Herbert? I feel bad for Herbert. Sherbert. Herbert. Herbert Linger. <laughs> Herbert <laughs> like Sherbert. Yes. So makes the we best talked fruit about him last wine. episode. Um he he's like, yeah, you know, the guy that was quacking like a duck in public. Um and He's like, dude, like, he's fine. Like, he just probably needs some rest or whatever. Like, he's only quacking. Uh, and they're like, no, the dude was uh, affected by a poorly performed imperious curse. And that kind of mixed up his brain a little bit. Um, and he could be dangerous. So they've taken him to St. Mungo's. And the guy's literally like, he just needs to sleep it off. Like, mm, just give him a day. Tell him to lay off the booze kind of thing, you know? Give me your best quack. I don't know if I can. Quack, 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 quack. Ooh, Katie, that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was good, too. <laughs> um, so it turns out, as I said, he was taken to St. Mungo's. Um, and whilst there, he tried to strangle three healers. Um, Magical. <laughs> which, unfortunately, sometimes in the real world, that does happen. Uh, Luckily, I have never been strangled. Happy about it. I do people that happen, but... Sometimes it happens. Uh, so Scrimmager thinks it's best. Scrudgemere United thinks it's best that he is removed from Muggle society for a while. And then he, so the prime minister asks if he's going to be okay. But like, Scrimmager really doesn't answer, kind of. He just kind of shrugs. And he's like, no, I'll keep you posted. And then he then it amends his statement with saying, actually, Budge is going to keep you updated because like they kind of hired him on as like a consultant ish thing basically like I think it's really like a go between uh, because now that they Voldemort's back and like things are picking up their pace he's got other things to worry about and while they want to keep the prime minister and like the muggle peeps um, like appraised like of the, like what's happening he also doesn't have time for it, so Fudge no longer has a job. So here, give him that when you talk to this guy. Which also, Rude. Yeah, we've seen, it's not a great communicator, so this is not going to probably end well. It's not great. It's not a great decision. Um, and I think this is the last time we see Fudge, because we don't really know what happens with him. No. Right? I mean, I think this is the last time. he doesn't show up. He's, like, mentioned... He's mentioned once in seven when Harry's talking to Dumbledore at King's Cross and he's like talking Dumbledore's basically saying that he didn't want to have that kind of power. And Harry's like, you would have been better than Fudge. And he's like, but would I have been? And so that's the only that's the last mention of him. But he doesn't show up later. He could be dead. Who knows? Yeah, it's true. 
prime minister might have killed him. Who knows? Who knows? Inside job. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me pulling lies out of my pocket. Pocket? So Fudge doesn't seem too happy about everything, you know, but really who could blame him? So um, you see Scrooge Mirror is... Gosh, that's not his name, is it? Scrooge Mirror. <laughs> it happened yeah. real. Oh, oh day. Then searching for his pockets, and I guess I never really thought about this. So he's like th- searching through his pockets for flu powder because, like, that's how he's gonna get back, like th- flu powder power, you know. Um, flu and powder, obviously, powder, powder. would look weird if the prime minister had like a jar of flu powder just sitting around. Hmm. And so. He's about to leave, but before he can, the Prime Minister speaks, and this is quoting from the book. It says, but for heaven's sakes, you're wizards. You can do magic. Surely you can sort out, well, anything. Scrimmager turned slowly on the spot and exchanged an incredulous look with Fudge, who really did manage a smile this time as he said kindly, the trouble is the other side can do magic too, Prime Minister. Which is true, and that's kind of like what makes it difficult. Yeah. Um, And they're willing to do whatever it takes to win on their side. Like they're more brutal, like the dark side is right. Mm. Yeah. And basically this is when uh, the minister and former minister, they take their leave and whoosh, they're gone through the fire. And, whoosh, and that's the end of the chapter. They were gone. Whoosh. Yeah. Gone like a freight train. Gone like a <sighs> day. All right. I don't remember the lyrics. Scrudge mirror. <laughs> United. No, let's have a poll question. Scrudgemere United sounds sure. more like a soccer slash football team. Soccer for Americans, football, not America. <laughs> or does it sound like an, a flight, like a... Uh, oh. Airlines, <laughs> like an airline company. Yeah. United, where life Scrudgemere is a Airlines. nightmare. Firebolt, firebolt. <laughs> John Mulaney for everybody who doesn't know. Flying in the sky. John Mulaney. Firebolt, firebolt. Hope, Hope I, I don't, don't die. <laughs> That's what you get when I make up songs, my friend. True. What's the first rhyme? I can rhyme with sky. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only slightly obsessed with death. Oh, gosh. (sighs) All right. All right. Pull it. Lightning bolt round. Do it. Stella the Puff asks, would you rather work for the Muggle Ministry or the Ministry of Magic during this time oh <laughs> that's tough magic because then i know actually what's happening muggle ignorance is bliss <laughs> I, both i mean i get both both answers i think i would go with the ministry of magic there's magic yeah. mirror <sighs> i want to say ignorance is bliss i like information uh, but i guess i would work for magic Maybe I would. I don't know. Also, I'm an American, so I probably would just be in America. Oh my well, god! True. Ignoring the other problems of the world. Well, as Mike P I said, I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> move to the states and start over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question comes from Natasha. Always, how do you think Hermione would have handled Voldemort starting the Second Wizarding War differently than Fudge or Scrimger? Oh, oh, she boy. would have believed Harry from Jump. Well, jump. yes. I mean, I think Everything that things could have you been put I mean? in place. Yes. She would have actually acted, which would have made yes. an enormous difference. Right, yeah. because, I mean, if you think, I, I back think back to all the things that Dumbledore suggested. Yeah. All prevention. Four, 
Yeah. Right. All prevention, <laughs> like right at the well, absolute beginning. This is six. It only if you took think about how year. in book five, because he's not out yet, and like if you don't believe it, like you know what I mean? Like you don't you you don't believe him back how the Death Eaters, like, worked underneath and, like, sneakily did things as Death Eaters would do, but also because they're not out yet and, like, they're it's not widely known that Voldemort for sure is back. It's not seen. Mm, I yeah. think that Hermione would have done something similar to make sure that, like, yes, they're fighting and they're going, she's going to put things in place, like, outright and in front, but I think she also would have had, like, her most trusted people, like the Order of the Phoenix, like, out and, like, really like on the streets and like making sure people know and like getting things in place and like working it from all angles Mm -hmm. yeah Katie do you have anything to add no (laughs) (laughs) the pause killed me you're just so quiet sometimes I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't mean to be people Mm. want to hear your voice Epic username. If destroying a Dementor was possible, how do you think it could be done? I think with happiness. Just put happiness in a water bottle. What about like pure joy? Yeah. Yeah. For real though. So I think that you would have to get the infinity gauntlet at all five <laughs> and snap them away. <laughs> I'm down with that. Go Thanos on their tush, you know? Tush. I think, honestly, like, even if you want to go small, just like a spark of hope, I think. That's all you need. It's all you need. <laughs> Support. A little spark of, of inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, for real, though. I got a pocket, um, pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> What is that quote in Star Wars? It's like because you just need like the the spark of hope that like fans the flames of something. I'm not to be on a t-shirt. I also don't know the quote. You can fan the flames of something. I'm gonna put that also, on a poster on my wall. I thought Mia typed in sunshine, but she typed it with extra vowels, and I read sushi first, and then I'm like, that's not what she wrote, but I'm like, sure, that might work for some people. Scare them away with sushi. I enjoy it. Well, I actually just had bad sushi today. Well, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't great. Mm. Any hoosies. Next question. Okay, next question is from Mia. Forgot to ask at the end of order, but what was your favorite swishism to come from the past year and a half covering order? Oh my Scrudge gosh. United. Uh, Scrudge probably Mirror. Scrudge Mirror yeah. and Rookward. I'm Rookward. <laughs> Rookward was a good one. There was one episode that I will never forget where it was like, it was really late and we're all just sitting there and Sarah had like 12 links and was reading and that's when you started flipping words because you were so tired and i think that's where those were born i just don't know how to say things we should know this by now we love that about you we love this i learned yesterday that um there like another symptom of hashimoto's or maybe not a symptom but like if you're thought if you have hypothyroidism it can make you stutter and i was like huh Mm -hmm. Because I was stuttering yesterday and my oh. thyroid was a little out of whack. I was like, isn't that interesting? Wow. Things you learn. 
Next question comes from Scythe. And that would be, who would you recast as Scrimger in the movies? So I actually looked this uh, up. Old British men. And oh, Sean Bean, the guy mm-hmm. who's in Lord of the Rings and then also oh, Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see um, him. I think that he would be a fantastic Scrimger. All right. All right. Yes, Boromir. Yeah, look him up. Especially, like, how he is in those movies. Like, I just think he fits. I like that. Yeah. I like that. With some, like, long hair. Longer beard. The -hmm. beard a little longer to be more mane-like. Yeah, a little scraggly. Yeah. Scraggly. Don't lie to Jon Snow in case you care. I care. I don't know who Jon Snow is. I don't know, as a person and a thing. Let's see. Rosie Girl asks, do you think Fudge <laughs> actually regrets his non-action and terrible behavior towards Harry? Yeah, because he lost his job, but that's the only reason why, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't even think he, like, yeah. honestly, I don't think he thinks about it. I think he's more worried about himself. Like, I don't think, I think the only the only reason he would ever think about Harry is, like, how Harry could help him be better look better you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah unfortunately um that's all we got that's where we're okay. at okay do we have a bubba bingo do i can i ask a question is there something that you guys are excited no. about reading or learning or doing in this book yes uh, ron Everything Ron is hilarious. There's a lot of middle fingers yeah. thrown up in this book by him. <laughs> Awful lot of hand gestures happening. Uh. Um, I'm excited for like watching Harry fall yeah. in love again. Oh. I was just going to say relationships. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I'm excited for relationships. <laughs> well, it's been so See, long since I'm I read it, but I remember like... really enjoying it. But mostly Ron. What a deep <laughs> dive into Voldemort's childhood. <laughs> oh, I'm also excited to sing Aragog. <laughs> we didn't um, have to do that. Wasn't he the one that like did it originally? Said the whole yeah. Thing? Let's do that. Let's, we'll forget let's about it and then it'll happen. And then we'll In say, like, oh, we meant to have Matt on. <laughs> Aragorn, king <laughs> of the arachnids. Of the arachnids. Maybe we'll do, um... What's-his-face's Felix file and have him on sooner than that. Who? Yeah? yeah. Slughorn? Sure. I don't know. His friend Ezra mm-hmm. also likes Slughorn, so... Mm, put them both on. Who cares? Okay, you can <laughs> count me out. I don't need to talk we'll to them. See. We'll do... We'll do a we'll do a poll to who see they who they want. <laughs> who who likes that? You want Matt or oh, Ezra? Okay, <laughs> that's so mean. It's time for the house cup. Probably yeah. Who won? Ton of who won? Hufflepuff. Are you yes. kidding? Yellow in the chat. Yeah, there's a lot of yellow. Yellow. A bunch of stankers. Is this like second time? I know, Mia, and I appreciate it. I also try it, but I don't pay attention if I like too many things because then I don't hear what they're saying. 
Who is in second? Where are these numbers at? Ravenclaw. Uh, show me. You Did just gotta click house cup. <laughs> the badge. Like you usually show put me. it in the main chat. Uh, Vinny usually does. I don't know how to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're supposed to know everything. The badger is boss. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Get out. If I just do like... Get out of here. Huffle happy. But we cannot forget to have it be awarded. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do know how to do that, I think. Hold on. Okay. Just looking out for all my puffs out there. Get out. Just puff Okay. Wait, maybe I don't. Should I... Did anyone win the bingo? No. no. I don't no. think so. I said I did. B I N G O Mally. I could B I N G O Mally <laughs> as well. Yes. Jess, give me the cup. Ah, that was cool. <laughs> ah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right. Who's ready for the oh, fan oh, story? Hold on. Hold on. I think I, I think I, I think Wait, I see someone did it. it. Someone did it. It so said the house cup for this recording goes off above. Yeah, I know, but no, I think. Yeah, but I, where's the whole Vinny did score that. thing? Thank you. <laughs> That's because Vinny came in and rescued hey! us. <laughs> Danny is. DeVito bot. Thanks, Danny DeVito. Dang, I was last again. Thanks, I tried Danny. real hard. You're always last. <laughs> Sorry, poor. I tried real hard. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh. Fan story. This one comes from. October 2018 from Ooh. Shona. Shona is awesome. Shona gonna be a great one. Yep. I don't know. That was bad. Don't that was amazing. <laughs> trying to say, like, Katie appreciates. Yeah, but truly. Shona gonna have a great story. Shona's super cool. We were lucky enough to meet up with her. So We were. She says, hello, hello, hello from Scotland. Megan and Katie, please come back. Oh my god, I want to. As yeah, soon as I can. I know. Anywhere. Yes. This is long overdue, but for so many months, I just didn't have the words to do justice to how much Harry Potter truly means to me. I'm a very proud Gryffindor. My Elvermorny house is Horned Serpent, although I don't know too much about this. My Patronus is a Chow Dog, and my wand is Maplewood with a unicorn hair core, 11 and a half inches in length with rigid flexibility. When the first book came out, I was just two years old and far too young to read it. My brother is about four years older than me and began reading them, and by the time Goblet of Fire was released, he was buying them as they came out. My brother's love of Harry Potter was what opened the Wizarding World to me. He wanted to go and see the movies when they came out, and I went with the, with the family. I was just six years old when The Philosopher's Stone was released in the cinema, but I remember going to see it, and from then on, I was adamant I would see all the other movies. I didn't read the books until all the movies were released. I had tried, but either I was too young or I was clouded by the movies and couldn't imagine things how I really wanted to. Fast forward to now and I have read the books countless times and have numerous copies of each. With each year, my love for Harry Potter and the Wizarding World intensifies and my collection of Potter merchandise keeps growing, much to the, dis the dismay of my bank account. Like so many others, Potter has got me through some difficult times in my life. It has been a constant comfort during whatever stressful, anxiety-provoking, or sad time I'm going through. It really is true that Hogwarts will always be there to welcome you home. My most recent reread was during my final honors year of university. There was something so comforting in the pages during such a stressful time, and it paid off when I was awarded a first-class honors degree. Congrats! My boyfriend and absolute rock Ian wasn't always such a fan of Harry Potter, but he is getting more and more into it because of my influence. 
I can't wait for us to have kids of our own to introduce this magical world to. Similarly, I'm currently training to become a teacher and can't wait to share my love of Potter and introduce so many of the next generation into the wonderful wizarding world. Discovering this podcast has truly been a blessing in my life. I've met so many kind and like-minded people that constantly reassure me it is completely acceptable to upset to be obsessed with Pot- Harry Potter as an adult. I consider you all as friends, and I can't thank Megan and Katie enough for taking time out of their vacation in Scotland to have such a wonderful evening. Aww. Thank you so much for producing such an incredible podcast, having a wonderful Facebook group full of people with beautiful hearts, and thank you also for reading out my Potter story. Sending so much love, and remember, don't let the muggles get you down. I want to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. First of all, congrats on your degree. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty bouch. Yes. Also, thank you for your amazingly kind words. And thank you for awesome. taking time out of your day to yeah. come and meet up with us whenever we were way over there across the pond. You introduced mm-hmm. us to some, some wonderful pizza. Yeah, I appreciate that. was that. great pizza. It was. I thought you were going to say people and then you said pizza. I mean, also people. Her Things and her Katie boyfriend both about. came. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom at that place was scary, but the pizza was phenomenal. <laughs> but Shona, thank you. I can't say enough about how wonderful of a human being you are. So thank you for being part of our community. You rule. Who wants a joke? I, Megan... <laughs> thought you meant right now <laughs> same oh. Same. off camera chat off camera chat <laughs> I know what you're talking about alright where would you find Mr. Scrimger the minister of magic up on the Rufus oh <laughs> that's terrible I have a oh soccer joke <laughs> <laughs> it's never what I think it'll be. I know. Um, hold on. One second. I'm sure. also looking up another joke. What is a ghost's favorite soccer position? I don't know. Goalkeeper. <laughs> oh, I oh someone that. said goalie. Oh, that was yeah, that's what position do ghosts play in soccer? What? Goalie. Oh, okay. Do you have another joke? I have, I do. Is it like a? Oh, I might have done. I might have done these jokes before. American football joke. Oh, these are not. Never mind. I can't read that. It's not good. <laughs> Where do soccer players go to dance? The football. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. How do birds cheer for their soccer teams? They egg them on. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> My face. <laughs> what? Oh. This is not a soccer joke, but what did Delaware? I don't know. Alaska. Maybe it was a New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> My God. I usually do that as like with the Florence kind of voice. Yeah. So you go like, what a Delaware. I don't know. Alaska. Maybe it was a New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all really great. You don't have to listen to me anymore. All right. <laughs> Megan Sturd. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Peaches Family and on Twitch at The Peaches Family, which I need to finish setting up. 
Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Tiff Swish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Ding. That's the only place you can find me. Although I might, you never know. I might pop on, pop on to Tiffany's Twitch. Pop on, you say. And name, I think I'm up to 11 Pokemon. Is that what we decided? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. that. 80 million more to go. Pretty much. (laughs) There's trash. There's coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, my God. My Lord. I like that you think that that one doesn't look like trash, and it's called Trubbish, which is trash and rubbish together, and it looks like a little trash bag. It looks like trash. It's a little trash bag. It turns into Garbodor. It does. Garbage. Exactly. (laughs) Trash and rubbish is Trubbish. We're running it's out tra- of things to make into Pokemon. It's hundred <laughs> percent. When you make one that looks like a bag of trash and you make one that looks like an ice cream cone. You've run out. Yeah. And I love Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Maybe you don't have to make them all. Maybe you gotta catch them, them though. Catch gotta them. Make them all. Gotta oh, make gosh. them all. Okay, Are we on <laughs> plugging other projects? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. <sighs> what can I say? E3 was yesterday for the Nintendo. <sighs> I, may have, I may have cried a little. <laughs> so they announced um, at at E3 for the Nintendo Direct yesterday. Did I say tomorrow? Earlier, like two seconds ago. No, you said yesterday. Okay, good. Um, I don't know what I say anymore. Sometime in life. Uh, they announced a lot of really cool things, but obviously the standout for me was they showed a new trailer for Breath of the Wild 2, which Nintendo has said has its own title, but they can't give us the title because it will give um, like some of the gameplay away. And so people are speculating a lot of different things about the game. Um, but this time you get the Breath of the Wild land as well as the sky. So it's like that similar open world, but also in the air, which is a great, great nod to Skyward Sword, which is coming out um, very, very soon. And I am stoked. And yeah, so uh, probably when we get back from our trip, I will get my Twitch set up to start streaming Breath of the Wild from the beginning. But we just got back from a family vacation at the lake so i unplugged a lot there i've been continuing to read the snape book which i thoroughly enjoy but you said that uh in such a way you're a snape book snape book but i also have um been reading uh what is it a court of wings and no yeah what am i reading no uh wings and ruin Am I reading Wings and Ruin or am I reading something yes. else? Okay. I don't know the titles. <laughs> Wings and Ruin is book three. So, yeah. How many chapters are in that? Like 70 some? I don't know. Her chapters are weird. I'm yeah, they're they're not equal length by any means, but I'm on chapter 23 for what it's worth. And I love it. I had to force like literally force myself to put it down today so I could like do other things and and pack and stuff. And did we talk about what we're doing? Are we we talking about it? By the time this is out, you guys will be back home anyway, so. 
Go for it, yeah. I think, if you want. We're going to Orlando tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We aren't. Megan and Katie are already there. <laughs> Tiffany and I are going there. A we. Yeah. A collective we. By the time, oh, by the like this time tomorrow, yes, we'll be hot. We will be sweaty. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And, it might be and we will actually we'll be in the wizarding world. We will Is it cool? Be. Yes. Tell it me was, it's cool. It was chilly it last was night. Nice. It's been nice temperature the past couple days because it's been stormy. Yeah. So like it'll yeah. get hot, but then like the humidity will dissipate because um because it rains. So but yeah. You guys are My gonna get a lot it's 79 degrees there right now. Well, that's hmm? not bad. 79 is what my phone yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah. You, you all are going to get. It feels like it's 84. A lot of Wizarding World content. I have up. a list. I actually need to like put it in my phone of like things that we need to do tomorrow. I think tomorrow. I'm going to get. I think I'm going to get Harry's wand. Debating on I no more whether I want interactive or not. You're going to get there and you're going to want one. If I not two. I understand that. I'm telling you to tell future Sasha. No, there's no. You no, can't no. tell you anything. Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? Me. Um, if anything, I need like a wand holder that holds like more than one. I wand. know. I want one of those oh, too. That one. Yeah. I want to put them on display. <sighs> yeah. So we're doing that, and you guys, I finally get to go to Disney World. I finally get to do it. And I am so every time I think about it, I was telling Megan earlier and Katie, I was like, my stomach flips every time I think about it. I'm so excited. I'm yeah, so that's excited. that's what I've been doing. Vacation, enjoying it, loving it. Playing video games. Reading. By the time this comes out, your child is gonna be three. <gasps> yes. Lady Supreme's and got that's a birthday. Also, the birthday, the real birthday of Swish. Mm-hmm. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Yep. Exciting. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> I'm done. Um, that's going to be me, Jenny Fire. Uh, that's me, Darth Vader, <laughs> sitting on the carousel. <laughs> in all black. <laughs> so I, too, am getting ready for a little Disney staycation. It's going to be nice to be, like, in the Disney bubble for a couple days. Yeah. Um, bubble. We are. I like that you say that. Like we aren't obviously spending it together. You're like, I too will be having a Disney staycation. <laughs> I'm excited though. Um, we're staying at a resort that I've never stayed at, so like I get to do something new as well as Tiffany doing something new. Um, mm. So I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to make some content for you guys will be thankfully having stuff um we'll be having stuff for our youtube channel so mm-hmm. i'm excited yep. exciting. Yeah. let's see um i'm also doing the same things that everyone else <laughs> in this chat is doing um getting ready i'm excited like meg said just kind of like unplug in that way because yeah we go to Disney a lot, but we don't stay at Disney a lot. So yes. that's like a different feeling. If you're a Disney adult, you know what I'm talking about. Um, There was something else I was going to add. Now I can't remember. Oh, just like life has been full of friends lately and it's been really nice. And I'm super, super grateful and thankful. And I'm excited. Same. 
do you want me to talk now? Is it my turn? Yeah. Um. So, book updates. Oh, <laughs> this thing says I read this book twice. I didn't. Um. I did. I finish Red, White, and Royal Blue by the time I when we recorded last. You were reading it. Reading it. You were reading no, you it. Finished. I finished that. I you finished it was it. very good. Um. My mom read They Both Die at the End, and I was like, asking, I'm like, how did you like it? Because I'm obsessed. Like, I think that was, I think, I think that one was my favorite book of the year. She goes, well, I liked it. She goes, but I didn't cry. I was like, well, fine. <laughs> did we um, just, didn't your mom buy that book? Uh, I think she bought it on Sarah's recommendation. Could be. If my aunt wasn't reading it, I would let her read it, but I don't have it. Um... And then I started reading A Touch of Darkness, which is like a Hades Persephone like retelling, uh, which is our the first one was really good. I liked it. Also very adult. I will say that Um, gets a little spicy, as the Internet would say. I read that one. There's like four books in that series, but the fourth one hasn't come out yet. Um, I read the second one. I didn't like the second one as much as the first one. Honestly, Persephone was really annoying in it. And now I'm reading um, the first book which is but in Hades point of view so it's called a game of fate I think yeah a game of fate which is the Hades saga book mm. which is alright um well, that's you know just living life I'm currently obviously doing what they're doing going to Florida or whatever and then <laughs> on vacation for like the week after um but I will I just want to say like a little TTS is it TSA? PSA. No, it's not. PSA. PSA. TSA's at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is on the airport. So I um, I have Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid um, disease. Like, it's hypothyroidism. It's an autoimmune disease. And uh, I just want, like, if you aren't feeling right and you're, like, kind of, like, thinking... Uh, I just got my levels checked. This is why I'm saying and my levels were, like, horrendously off-kilter. Um... And, like, looking back, I'm like, I should have known because I, like, hadn't been sleeping. My hair isn't really, like, and really your thyroid affects everything. Um, I was like, I should have known, like, because, like, my hair wasn't, I've been taking, like, really good care of it, but it was still breaking off. And, like, that's not normal. So just say, like, if you feel like something's not right and you're like, I was thinking I wasn't sleeping because I was reading books. I don't know if that even makes sense. Uh, But I wasn't sleeping and my hair is breaking off because my thyroid uh, numbers aren't great so get just if just saying if you feel like something's off and you're thinking like oh it's probably because of this and this just don't be afraid to get it checked out because I did and my thyroid levels were like honey you need to adjust your medication <laughs> yeah. my doctor called they're like you're way under treated I'm like yes I saw Aww. so well hopefully we're working on getting my levels back to normal and everything and which is like a, it, I think it's just going to be a balance for the rest of my life of figuring out like exactly what I need to do for sure so yeah when you have thyroid issues you realize how it can mess everything up it affects literally everything and then I googled because I, I was stuttering and I don't really stutter um and I was like oh like that was weird and anytime something's weird about me or like something different happens, I always Google I'm like, does this, does this, uh, does your thyroid affect that? And half the time it's like, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's I'm a really good message though. On track to, you know, getting yeah. it where it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, I saw my levels and I was like, yeah. like when I first, I will say this and I, you know, when I was first diagnosed with Hashimoto's, um, I was like 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. So I've been dealing with it for like five, six years. 
and uh, I was so exhausted all of the time, like to the point where I would get up, I would go to school, um, I'd come home and I would sleep like 15 hours and still like I could go right back to sleep. And um, I, my mom was like, because at the point we had the same doctor, she's like, it's normal for me to be tired. She goes, I'm old. She's like, but she's young. She shouldn't be this exhausted. Um, and then they checked my levels and sure enough, my uh, my levels weren't great. So, and then looking back, my hair was bad. My eyelashes weren't great. So, hmm. yeah, that's my life story. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Okay, that's another chapter down. Moving on, right? Yeah. So yeah. Is, what is this next for? chapter's Spinner's End? I'm excited. That's <sighs> it's a good gonna be one. deep. Yeah. Um, Sive mm-hmm. suggested. For yeah, Sive suggested Herbert, Herbert and Sherbert and Eric Munch and Brunch. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I like Herbert and Sherbert because we talked about Herbert. 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 Sive, thank you. This is for Herbert and Sherbert. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the Muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice. <laughs> Iggy just stole a whole piece of pizza off the oven. Oh my gosh! That's my spirit animal. He's so bad. He sneezed on on your leg, or you got cheese on your leg? Which one? He sneezed on her leg. Iggy is absolutely a Slytherin, guys. I. I love the enthusiasm that he's a puff, but he's I not. This, <laughs> I have the sixth sense when it comes to him. I just know when he's doing something bad. He's bad cat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.